Before we jump in, I had to let you know that the doors are now open for the group coaching Stress to Joy Transformation Program. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I've been working one-on-one with women to help them live less stressed, more joy-filled lives. Now I am so excited to offer a group coaching experience with the Stress to Joy Transformation Program that incorporates community support. You don't have to keep wandering endless circles of frustration depleted from life's constant state of overwhelm. Instead, you can join the group coaching Stress to Joy Transformation Program and see how much more God has in store for you. Grab one of the limited spots so you can learn the exact strategies and tools I've used to create a life joy in one I love without the constant state of overwhelm. Rid yourselves of the thoughts of one day and say yes to the life of joy at your fingertips. And I can tell you it is a joyful life. If you are interested in being part of this life-propelling program, go to bit.ly slash stress to joy today. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash stressed T-O joy today. Group coaching starts the first week of April, so don't wait or you will miss out on that less stressed life you've been dreaming of. God doesn't want us to live a life of regrets. He can take all those moments when we feel that we've failed, when we're ashamed of the actions that we took or the actions we didn't take, and he will weave them together into some bright, beautiful future anyway. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith-inspired to tackle the messy and embrace the beautiful areas of life. We're going to meet you right where you're at, right when you need it, by helping you live a less stressed, more joy-filled life lived by bold faith and walking in obedience. You have a God-sized calling, but you don't have to choose between your sanity or juggling it all. We'll keep you one step ahead, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Because faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle. Come on, let's get it. There are people in life who look like they seemingly have it all together. From outside appearances, they're beautiful, confident, and full of faith, and they use the skills and talents God gave them with excellence. But sometimes outward appearances don't show the whole story. I've admired Jennifer Zick for many years as she is a powerhouse in my business community. She's incredibly kind and authentic, and she's a brilliant businesswoman. Fear and a lack of confidence would never be words I would associate with her. Yet as you will hear in our conversation, even those that seem to have it all together can struggle with the same issues of fear and trust that you and I have too. So listen in as Jennifer and I chat about moving forward from fear taking risks, and trusting God with each intentional step. Hey, Jennifer, it is so good to have you on the Faith Inspired Podcast. It's just such a pleasure for me to have you on. Thank you, Erica. It's just a delight to be here. Yeah, when I think of women who are in my community who really embody what it means to create a life of excellence, really with the skills and talents that God has given them, I think of you. Really, I do. You truly show up as yourself in business and in life. And my favorite part about all of that is that you are so unapologetic about your faith and what you believe in all facets of your life. You are a great example, really, of what living your life for the glory of God is all about. And that's what 
I want to dive into today is really just talking about you and your life and how what you've created. But before we do that, I'd love to get started by you telling us just a little bit about yourself and then what your current state of life is, what you are currently doing. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for such kind words and for following my journey as a business owner and a wife and a mom and all the hats that I wear. Certainly, I don't do it perfectly, but I'm grateful if you're seeing some of God's glory come through (laughs) my uh, broken clay pot, so to speak. But yeah, so who I am. So first and foremost, um, I'm Jennifer Zick. I'm a mother of three beautiful, growing fast young adults and teenagers and a wife for 25 years to my husband, Ryan. We live in Chaska, Minnesota, and I have had the the blessing of a really fun and twisty, turny career that led me um, on a path I didn't expect, which was to becoming an entrepreneur six years ago. So six years ago, I founded my business, Authentic Brand, and today we are a national organization serving clients all across the country and around the world with our fractional CMO services. So that's fractional chief marketing officer. I have about 20 consultants across the country that work with small and growing businesses as their head of marketing on a part-time basis. So very rewarding working with other entrepreneurial companies and helping them achieve their growth goals. Your slogan, and I'm sorry if I missed this part, but that you prevent random acts of marketing. So that's that's your slogan there. And I love that you just, congratulations, got the trademark on that, which is super exciting as a business owner. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the exact tagline is overcome random acts of marketing. It's a great synopsis of everything that we do with entrepreneurial businesses who who have a hard time knowing how to put marketing together in what order, in what priority, with what resources to help support their growth. So we get to be experienced guides and hopefully bring some wisdom and creativity to them on their journey. And I know a little bit about that. Um, As the listener knows, our listeners know, I have a background in marketing, but now owning a business, it is so, so different when you're wearing all of the hats. And I will say that I have fallen prey to the random acts of marketing. And so just appreciate what you and your team does. Really, really appreciate that to help small businesses and medium, all sizes of businesses really make things happen. That's amazing. So you help businesses with growth and prevent those random acts of marketing, but how have you really intentionally prevented yourself from letting the world guide you and just create random acts of life and how have you focused where God is calling you? Yeah, that is a big question and it is a quest that I am still on, right? Like this life is one of constant surrender of our own plan as believers and and opening our hearts, hands and, and minds to where God is really calling us. And I have to confess that, you know, for the first many years of my career, right up until the early stages of authentic brand, I really wrestled with the gifts that God gave me and accepting how he was leading me in my life, specifically in my career, because I had always planned as a young woman to be a stay-at-home mom, and God led my path very differently and gifted me uniquely. And for many years, I wrestled with him about that uh, with a spirit of (laughs) discontent and yet a strong inner drive. And so being a business owner means you need to be really brave, right? You need to put yourself out there into the unknown, take those steps into the fog and trust that your foot's going to hit level ground and just move forward. And in that entrepreneurial journey, I also was having a parallel journey with the Lord in 
what is your plan, God, for my life? How do I show up and live fully in who you've called me to be? And it was through a lot of prayer, a lot of being in God's word, and also seeking out spiritual counseling and the input of really wise pastors and mentors around me that God really led me to a moment of accepting that I am in his calling and that he has uniquely gifted me for this path and he has a plan for this path and it can be a ministry in itself and that that he is enough even when I don't feel like I am enough or I feel like I'm too much right by the world's definition. So it's a kind of a long story but the short answer that I'll say in terms of how do I prevent random acts of life is that I consciously hold myself before the Lord with an open heart, open hands and open mind for what it is that he wants for me and for my business. I have goals, but I am willing to surrender that to say, whatever is your best is what I want more than what I think is the best. So letting him reshape my definition of what that could be day by day. That's so interesting because you and I do know each other just from the business world, but not really on a personal level. And so to me, as you said, like wanting to be a stay-at-home mom, that was so surprising to me because your career is so successful in, in the world's eyes. And so I would think in my head that that was what you wanted to do. Your whole life was to be a business owner and, and driving the needle and be a part of business. And so it's really interesting to me to hear that that wasn't at all what you envisioned and that the Lord has taken you down this different path of using your skills in a completely different way and how you've had to wrestle with that. So thank you for sharing that. Really, really appreciate that. So on LinkedIn, you're very, very active on LinkedIn, and I absolutely love that. And I always look to you and your posts just to really get a glimpse of business and life together because you are so great about sharing kind of all of you on that platform, which is really, really refreshing. And there was a recent post with, I believe, your son, Owen, where you had a teachable moment. And again, that was a surprise for me, this teachable moment, because to me, you are this powerhouse woman. And so I would have never thought fear was in the equation for you. And so when I read this post, for me, it was like, oh my gosh, she's like me. And it was just something that I was like, I have to have her share this with the women of the podcast because it just opened my eyes. And so if you could share about that opportunity that you had with Owen in that teachable moment and how fear has crept into your, your world as well. Absolutely. And let me just start before I jump into that story by saying, isn't it amazing how much we don't know about the people around us and how we can make assumptions based on what we see on the surface, but not understand what's going on inside or what struggles they may be facing or what history they've overcome or life situations, right? Like, I know that I give the appearance of somebody with great confidence and, you know, a track record of success, but there have been a lot of challenges for me on that, on that path in my career, in my marriage, in my mothering. And I would be lying if I said that I have this all figured out even today. I don't. <laughs> but what I am growing in, thank God, is, is wisdom and the ability to humbly acknowledge, like, I don't have it all figured out, but like, with every twist and turn that comes my way, like God redeems and he restores and he directs, right? And so I'm grateful that his plan prevails despite my inadequacies and despite my struggles and my doubts and yes, fear and anxiety, which is really big in my life. 
I come from a history in my family of a lot of brokenness and addiction and abandonment and things like that. And it is kind of amazing even to me to look back and see where I've come from that and what I've overcome. Um, And I think my kids, even though I've shared my life with my children, they don't always They haven't had the same experience growing up as I had, right? And so I love these moments where I get to really share with them and teach them, no, this is my real story. And so like you said, it happened with my son, Owen. He just turned 17. Um, And a few weeks back, uh, he had a really awesome opportunity. He's a hockey player. Both of my boys play hockey. And Owen was invited through one of his summer leagues to attend an NHL game for the Minnesota Wild and actually participate in a shootout contest at one of the period breaks. So that's a really big deal in a stadium full of thousands of people. And when he found out he'd been invited, his first reaction was, Mom, I don't want to do it. There's thousands of people watching. What if I miss my shot? And that was like a, a door just opened there for an awesome teachable moment and a little bit of a pep talk for my son. And I'm like, buddy, It's not about whether you make the shot or not. It's about showing up to take the shot. And I was able to share with him from my journey in my career all the times when I let fear prevent me from showing up to take the shot. And some of the examples I gave in that post were when very early in my career. Now, keep in mind, with my my history of coming from some brokenness, I was the first in my family to go to college. I came out of a very blue-collar small town. I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't know what marketing was. I got good grades. I went to college. I came out of college with good grades and still didn't know what to do with my career. So I floundered for a bit. But as soon as I got into jobs, I was always a high performer, very driven, very successful. God gave me a lot of favor. And he he gave me a lot of skills, which I was able to demonstrate. So early in my career, I started getting opportunities. An agency owner who was on an advisory committee with me for a newspaper, asked me if I would consider stepping in as her successor to run her agency. And I think I was only like 23 years old. And I was like, thank you, but no thank you. I'm not ready. That was so scary for me. I'm like, I'm too young. I don't know what I'm doing. No thank you. And I missed that opportunity, right? I didn't show up and take that shot. A few years later, I was offered the opportunity to become the head of global marketing for a really um, well-loved consumer brand. And I bypassed that opportunity, too, because I was afraid. I was like, I've only ever done business-to-business sales and a little bit of marketing. I don't actually know what I'm doing. I don't want to embarrass myself on a big scale. So I passed that opportunity up. I had started partnering in a small startup with a couple other young entrepreneurial people. And I was the third person coming together to form this business. And we talked about being a three-way partnership. I had an opportunity to be an owner in that business. And I was too scared. I'm like, I don't take risks like that. I had just bought my first home. You know, I spitballed a very modest salary. I'm like, just make me your first employee. That'll feel safer for me. Well, I stayed with that business for 13 years and they went on to become globally acquired. And I invested a ton in that business in sales and marketing leadership roles as a founding member to help create that growth, but never wanted to take the risk um, of ownership. And so several opportunities came across my path in those early 20, 30 something years of my life. And meanwhile, the roles that I was in those 13 years with that company were incredibly wonderful. It was a blessing to me and to my family. Like God totally redeemed that. And it was an awesome experience. I went on into a couple of other larger organizations, leading uh, marketing teams and global programs. And that was great experience. But ultimately, it was a job loss that led me to start Authentic Brand. And the last company I was part of, I should have left that company on my own terms. And I didn't because, again, I was afraid. I was afraid of looking weak. 
of losing control, but instead I, I ended up losing control and losing my job. And that was the moment just six, six years ago, really, that God made me braver. He helped me to understand that fear was really holding me back from my full potential, and I needed to live in my full potential in who he designed me to be and show up and take the shots and don't worry about looking stupid or missing or missing out, right? Like you got to show up, take the shot. So anyway, that was a long-winded way of saying I shared with my son some of those misses in my career and in my life, and he's like, okay, mom, I get it. He went out there and he was brave and he took the shot and he actually made the goal. So he was pretty stoked. And it was such a, just a really wonderful moment of us sharing some life experience together. Oh, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. And thank you for sharing that because yeah, fear just stops you in your Mm -hmm. tracks. And that's the devil's scheme right there is to stop you in your tracks. And so I appreciate you sharing those times of fear. And you spoke directly to my heart because there are things that God is speaking to my heart right now of things that he wants me to do. And I'm fearful of it. One of them being speaking. I know I am called to speak and preach, but I will tell you that is what I am deathly afraid of. And when I start to think about doing it, I literally have that reaction that Owen had. Instantly, I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I kind of shut down. I freeze. But then it's that part of you don't want to do it, but just show up just show up and do that. And I've learned that in this business too, like on days where I'm really, really tired or I'm nervous to do something that just feels out of my comfort zone because that happens as a business owner. I feel like every single day, if you just show up, like God, God will work it. And I also love how you said he redeems your story. So even if you have these times where you quote unquote failed or let fear take over you, he can still redeem that story because I think like fear piles on top of fear, piles on top of fear. And so you just constantly don't want to be making these mistakes and God can redeem any of that. So thank you for sharing that. Yes, you're welcome. And as an encouragement to those listening too, like we all fail, we all stumble, right? And the scheme of Satan is not just fear to step out in the first place. It's also shame for not stepping out, right? And so God doesn't want us to live a life of regrets. He can take all those moments when we feel that we've failed, when we're ashamed of the actions that we took or the actions we didn't take, and he will weave them together into some bright, beautiful future anyway, right? When we give it to him to do that. And that's how I look at my life now. Like there are moments when I'm tempted to feel disappointed in myself or regrets about past decisions or shame about past behavior, whatever it is. But then I remember how God has used all that to put me right where I am right now. And even right now, it's tempting to be afraid. I mean, as a business owner, we have responsibilities to our clients, to our employees, to the world. And now we're looking at an economy that is one big question mark, right? There's a lot of things that can scare us every day. But all I know for sure now with the wisdom I've gleaned over the years, and I'm not fully arrived, we never are, but I don't want to live in any shame and regret, and I don't want to live in a position of forward-looking fear. I want to be present with my my heart open and my hands open to the Lord. Like, what do you want from me today? And then how do I take that next step forward in that direction? And everything beyond that, he's got it. Mm-hmm. Just take the next step, the right next step for you, and, and he'll he'll guide you. You have now taken a risk. You took a risk six years ago with Authentic Brand. And so 
I'd love for you to just walk through what that's looked like for you because you just posted again the other day. I'm always following you on LinkedIn. I feel like a broken record here, but you just posted that you're growing again and you're building your space. So your your business is booming. So what has that looked like for you? What are the significant challenges that have maybe gone unseen that you haven't been posting on LinkedIn or not many people know of? And then what are those big wins that you've had either publicly or just personally that are big, close personal wins to you? Oh my goodness. Well, from the day I started Authentic Brand, it was an act of faith, of course, like any entrepreneur making a leap. But I did not start it with because I had just lost a job and I had three children at the time going through elementary and middle school and coming in one in private, just starting private high school. And my husband and I have a home in the Twin Cities and we had just bought a lake cabin up north and we were kind of living this Minnesota dream and dual incomes making it work. And, but, you know, without a safety net, right? So we were adulting at maximum level. And now I felt compelled to start a business from the ground up bootstrap and, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a single client lined up. I just felt like this is where God was leading me and I needed to take a step of faith. And my husband agreed. He agreed that the timing was right and he had my back. So we jumped off this, we jumped off the cliff and I got started. And I didn't have any clients for the first couple of months. I was really just built networking and, and talking about the kind of business I wanted to build and what was inspiring about it and getting people's feedback. But Just three months after I started the business, as I was starting to build some momentum, my husband unexpectedly lost his job due to a layoff. And so suddenly we were down to zero income, you know, short severance period, but no safety net and an unexpected job loss. And that was a real test of faith. And I remember looking at my husband that day and saying, maybe I heard God wrong. And him saying, no, I don't think so. I think you're right where you're supposed to be. Let's just trust. Let's just trust that it's going to come together. If either of us had known that it would be nearly a year before he was reemployed, he's a very, he's got a very niche kind of a role. I think we would have been way more petrified, but we took it day by day. And literally that very week, like as I was calling out to God, driving to my next coffee shop appointment, I'm like, God, I, I don't know what to do here. I don't know if I'm on the right path. I just need, I just need some assurance from you. And that very day I got a first call from the company that would become my first client at Authentic Brand. And from that point forward, God just provided client after client after client until my hands were so full of clients that several months later, while my husband was still unemployed, I needed to hire an employee. I needed to hire help. And I'm like, I'm taking care of my whole family right now and paying out of pocket for insurance and all of the things and private school and mortgages. Like, how can I possibly afford to feed another mouth? But if I don't, I can't run this business anymore. And then then again, like God just shows up at the, sometimes I think he's just got the most amazing sense of humor, clearly, because he just shows up with the perfect timing and it's it's funny. But literally the day I sat down at another coffee shop to offer employment to a new, my first ever employee, which was one of the scariest things you'll ever do as a business owner is employ someone else for the first time. As I handed the paperwork over and we were discussing the offer, my phone dinged and it was my husband letting me know he had received an offer. Oh my goodness. And then within that week, he had received two. And it was just like, okay, God, you are meeting me like step for step, but you're asking me to get out of the boat first. Get out of the boat. What I feel in my relationship with the Lord, the constant conversation is like, I'm calling you into deeper water. I'm calling you into deeper water. And I'm constantly having to say to the Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Like I might be scared and I am scared. I'm often running scared. Even if I put on a brave face, I'm afraid. I mean, I have a lot of responsibility and I could end up failing. 
that could happen. My ego's on the line, right? My reputation's on the line. I'm a very visible out there person. As you said, I could fail, but God hasn't failed me yet. And he hasn't failed my family yet. And he's carried us through. He carried my business through COVID. We were profitable every single month and managed to grow by 35% in 2020 and grow again the next year. And we just had a record-breaking year in 2022 where we grew by 87%. So yeah, we're breaking down walls. We just doubled our office space at headquarters, which is a moment to celebrate with the team. But as an owner in my heart, I'm like, oh man, I just placed another bet. I'm just taking another risk, right? (laughs) The risk pool's getting bigger. But I'm just trusting Every single day, the right things, the right people in the right order and the right way in God's divine timing, it's going to keep happening. And if something should create some kind of a setback for my business, God has a purpose for that. I still will trust him and ask for wisdom in what to do. Oh, there's so much in there. So much in there, Jennifer. (laughs) The overall theme of trust, trust, and then the day by day. And just putting one step forward, one step forward, and just trusting that he'll provide. And man, he does really show up in that perfect timing. And it seems so cliche as Christians because we say that, but he really, really does. The other day, same thing. I was having a rough day because being an entrepreneur is, man, it is the biggest mental science experiment that you will put on yourself because there are more valleys then there are hills for you to to celebrate on like you're just daily kind of in the grind and so the other day I was driving and I just said Lord I just need I need something I need something to show that we're on the right track you know I trust you I just in my soul need something for it and sure enough my husband again calls me and says that he got his bonus Well, he got a raise and then he got a huge bonus, like unexpected, double what we thought we were going to get. And it was like, oh my goodness, this is you providing for our family. And this is you saying, yes, you are on the right track. Continue, keep going, keep going. Even though I feel like I am not doing all that I should be doing, he's saying you're on the right track, just keep going. And so thank you for sharing that because His timing is absolutely perfect, but it's that whole trust factor. Like we need to, as you said, get out of the boat. Like show me where your faith is. Prove to me that you really do believe that I am going to provide for you and give you all of your needs. I want to see that faith. And so your life and your business is really a testament of God showing up for you because you have been faithful and taking that one step at a time. Well, thank you. And I have to say, I'm one of the things I'm most grateful for is that, well, my mother instilled in me at a young age a commitment to Bible study and time with the Lord and prayer. My mother is my faith mentor, and she models it really well. One of the things I did for myself along the way was I started journaling my prayers to the Lord, and I've been doing that my entire adult life. Part of the reason that I have such confidence in saying to God, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you, even though I don't know what this path ahead has for me, up or down, valley or mountain, I don't know, sink or swim, (laughs) I trust the Lord because I can look back on all these years of all my prayers and see his faithfulness in my life. And most of the time, the answer does not come in the way that I had thought it should in my own type A brain, my limited understanding But there is always an answer, and I can always see with enough hindsight how it's for my good and God's glory. And so I just know he's good, he's faithful, he answers my prayers, 
he can handle my doubts and my fears and all of the questions that I have because I'm human. (laughs) And, you know, I have the confidence in him because I have history with him and he's got an impeccable track record. So (laughs) I'm flawed and I'm human, but God is God and his plans are good regardless of what happens or how the world might quantify success. Amen. Amen to that for sure. And don't you find that in those valleys, you grow closer to him. And the other day I was thinking, man, I wouldn't want a life without the valleys. I wouldn't want that life because I feel like for me, when I'm things are good, I find myself, not that I'm intentionally pulling away, but I just feel like, oh, I've I've got this a little better. I've got I've got this a little better instead of relying on him just each step of the way. And so yeah. I'm I'm thankful for those lessons, even though they are really hard. <laughs> really, really hard. But living in a state of self-sufficiency rather than God's sufficiency is an unsustainable state. And I think we all drift that way when things seem to be going smoothly or we've got things under control. We're reading the latest self-help book and we're going to get more disciplined and better habits and we're going to be better with all the things. But life ultimately will always interrupt our best laid plans. and things happen. The world changes. The economy changes. Our family dynamics change. Illness and financial troubles, these things are, nobody's immune to them, right? And so I find one of the ways that, coming back to an earlier question, how do I prevent random acts of life, is I have to put God's word above every other word, right? There are a lot of great business books. There are a lot of great books on health and wellness and discipline and things I want in my life. But unless I'm rooted and grounded first in the truth of God's word, All of that requires self-sustaining energy, and I can't do that. It's not realistic. I can't make it all happen. So I have to to know who I trust and whose I am. And from there, ask God for the wisdom on what else does he want me to pay attention to. So good. So good. Thank you. Do you find that the journaling and these experiences that you've had are that fuel to the fire of being unapologetic about your faith. I'm just so taken away by how you, you know, on social media, on a business channel are so unapologetic about your faith. And I imagine you're the same way in your personal life as you're meeting people too. What does that stem from? Well, let me say that this has been an active area of prayer for me since I started my business. I'll start there. When I worked for other people's businesses, under other people's brand and their expectations, I definitely was a little bit more filtered because, you know, you don't necessarily feel the freedom to be 100% authentically yourself when you're underneath somebody else's brand or jurisdiction, especially if the company you work for doesn't necessarily align with your personal values 100%, right? And so you toe that line, and I understand that. One of the things that God made clear to me in calling me to start a business was that I was going to build a business for the whole world and, you know, employ all kinds of diverse people from diverse personal experiences and faith perspectives and experiences. Like I have a wonderfully diverse business that serves a wonderfully diverse audience. It's not a faith-based business, but I am a faith-filled founder. And so my prayer is, God, allow my faith to shine through in a way that touches people's lives for your glory and and for their good. Help me to love people well. As a business owner, I have the advantage of having a platform. And as my business grows, my platform grows. And I don't want it to be just about 
the Jennifer Zick show and benefiting Jennifer Zick, I want that platform to be a vehicle that can touch people's lives in a meaningful way. So I ask God for wisdom. Like, how do I love people well as my employees, as my clients, as my partners through my social media public platforms? And how can my ownership of a business be a mission field? And by putting, I would call them breadcrumbs of faith out into the world. You know, I, I'm not hitting anybody over the head with a Bible. <laughs> That's not all my content, but I do make it clear that I'm a Christian and that I give thanks to God for all the good things in my life and that I ask for his wisdom. And in putting those breadcrumbs out into the world, you might think that I receive opposition or people think that's uncool, but the opposite thing happens. It attracts people who want to see that kind of authenticity, even if they don't share the same viewpoints. It also attracts other believers into my network who say, this is encouraging to me. Thank you. And so I don't doubt that there may be a day when somebody doesn't appreciate or approve of what I share, and that's okay. I give that to God. But I don't want the world to tell me who I am. I want to share with the world who I am and let God do the rest. Well, you do it so beautifully. You really do those breadcrumbs of your faith so beautifully well. And so I appreciate that as a Christian. Like you said, I'm just drawn to that. And so you're drawing... Yeah, people I believe that would you would want in your circle, whether they're Christian or not, that those type of individuals who have that view on life, that positivity, that appreciation for authenticity, for that realistic relationship, that that raw, vulnerable relationship that you create, people that appreciate that and who doesn't want that in their life. That's right. We want human connection and human connection is something much different and deeper than what do we do for a living? It's who are we and what do we stand for and how do we treat others? And it doesn't have to be, you know, I think in my Christian community, I've observed a lot of Christians who only want to be with other Christians. And that's not how Jesus lived, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So that's what I ask is like, okay, how how can I live in the place where God's placed me with the gifts he's given me in a way that's honoring to him and really is as a disciple of Jesus? How do I show up? And I, I don't compromise my values. I don't compromise my faith. I don't, I don't cower to culture or the world, but I can love all the people who are different than me and really truly mean it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's been such a pleasure to have you on Jennifer, just such a pleasure. Like I had mentioned before we hopped on, it's been two years coming for me. You've always been on my list. And so this is just such a treat for me to have you on today. I would love for you to share how to connect with you. So how to connect with Authentic Brand and yourself if people want to just um, grow that relationship with you. Thank you for that opportunity. Well, you mentioned that I am prolific on LinkedIn. That's really the only business social channel I use these days. So if you search Jennifer Zick, on LinkedIn, you'll find me. I would love to connect. I would love to know that you m met me via this platform so that we, we know that we uh, share a connection through Erica and her work. And you can learn more about our business at AuthenticBrand.com. That's all one word, AuthenticBrand.com. Fantastic. And before we go, I have one more question because what I do and what I just want women to have is help them to live less stressed, more joy-filled lives. And so I'm always interested in hearing what brought individuals joy in their day. So what brought you joy today? <laughs> the thing that brought me the most joy today was that my house cleaning 
team came to my house this morning. So once a month on a Monday, I have hired help. I have really learned to give myself the grace to not have to do everything because God's called me to be here. When I'm home, I want to be home with my family and my kids, and I don't want to be scrubbing bathtubs and toilets. And so I'm blessed by my house cleaning team today and that I got to come to the office and spend time with you and not scrub toilets. That brought me a lot of joy. I love that, Jennifer, so much so that I'm going to tell my husband that today when he gets home, just as another little wink, because our child, our four-year-old son, is still learning how to aim well, I should say, to put it. (laughs) Well, good luck with that, because I have a 13-year-old son and a 17-year-old son, and I'm not sure they ever fully learned. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. And that is what I've heard as well. So just going to keep trying. Or maybe hire somebody to come once a month uh, to help me out with it. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I just appreciate you and all that you do. And thank you again for just spending the time to connect with me and and share your story. Thank you for including me. I'm, I'm just so grateful for this moment when my business world and my faith world intersect and I get to share a little more deeply. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Isn't she a gem? I walked away from my conversation with Jennifer feeling more confident to take risks, trust God, and know that He will set my path straight should I not get things right. We are human, and our human nature will tell us we're not good enough, not ready, not equipped, and plenty of more lies. But we need to trust God, take faith risks, and walk step by step with Him. I'm so grateful you spent time today listening to this episode. If this episode encouraged you and inspired you, share the love with other women you know and send them the link to this episode. Just think how many more women could be blessed with faith-inspired encouragement. Love and prayers, Erica. Congrats on saying yes to a life filled with joy and Jesus. If you want more, head to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform to stay faith-inspired. And remember, faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle.